This episode of Demystified is brought to you by Marmoset. Marmoset, together sounds better. Demystified is a production of Studio Fest. If you're ready to make your debut feature, submit your short film or feature-length screenplay now at filmfreeway.com slash studiofest. This series exists in both video and podcast form and is designed to be experienced either way. You can find the video version at moviemaker.com or the audio version wherever you get your podcasts. From StudioFest and Movie Maker Magazine, this is Demystified, a series about an innovative new way to make movies and what it really takes to make an indie feature film. My name's Jake Bowen, and this series is about shedding light on the parts of getting an indie film made that are never seen and rarely talked about through the lens of StudioFest, a one-of-a-kind annual film festival that awards one writer and one director the chance to make their debut feature film. And these are all issues that we're definitely going to talk about. Um, but for me, uh, there's one thing that keeps coming up over and over in my career, this very simple phrase, the cavalry isn't coming. In 2015, indie filmmaker and actor Mark Duplass gave a keynote speech at South by Southwest. If you're a screenwriter or filmmaker and you haven't heard this talk, I recommend you pause this right now and go listen to it. He begins by delivering a hard truth. The cavalry is not coming. And I say this because we've all heard these amazing tales of how that 21-year-old kid had a script and his cousin worked in the mailroom at Warner Brothers and he gave it to him and his script got up to the head of Warner Brothers and they loved it and they bought it for a million dollars and got it made. And that's an exciting story, but a super dangerous one because I don't know anyone that's happened to. In this episode, we talk about Studio Fest's place in an indie film world in which the cavalry is not coming and in which other groups and collectives are doing similar things to operate in that reality. We also talk with Joe Belancio, director of programming of the East Coast's largest short film festival. And we have some big news about souvenirs. Now back to Mark. But I had a very, very different career trajectory. I was here in Austin in college living in um, shitty apartments all around town. And I was sitting there thinking, I'm inspired, I'm excited, I want to be a filmmaker. I have no connections. Everybody keeps saying, just pick up a camera and do it. But like, even if I do that, how, how am I going to get there? That's what I want to speak to is, what can you do when you are absolutely nowhere and feeling you are full of magic and ideas? So we're going to go through some step-by-step processes here, guys. Mark outlines a practical blueprint for launching a filmmaking career in today's landscape and does his best to dispel the widespread misconception that someday some wealthy studio exec is going to read your script or watch your short films and hand you a blank check to make your $50 million dream movie. The cavalry is not coming. The points at which the cavalry is supposed to come, but never does, that Mark focuses on are after you've made your first feature, and after your second feature, and after you've sold your first TV pilot, and so on. But I think most filmmakers are waiting for the cavalry to come at an earlier stage, when they're still taking their short films to festivals. And that's where the idea of Studio Fest came from. Here are Jess and Charles. What we found was that film festivals are really about like the local community being exposed to culture and art. There's like hundreds, thousands of film festivals, and they're not necessarily for filmmakers to go there and find distribution, to find financing, to find the next step. Not that there's anything wrong with those festivals, but maybe where there's confusion is like, the filmmaker's expectation of what they're getting. You're like expecting, oh, I'm at this festival and somebody's gonna be there and 
they're gonna take note of my work and then like my feature's gonna get made and it's all just gonna materialize and that never happens, that's not happening. And you're there standing with like hundreds of other filmmakers that are all feeling the same way. Now the exception to that are these five or six festivals that are markets. Festivals like Cannes, Sundance, Berlin. What you'll see is that even the people with short films at Tribeca, at Slamdance, at Sundance, them getting to into the feature game is a challenge. There are so many talented filmmakers that have made great short films and that are on like their third and fourth and fifth short film even that are ready for that next step. And then the next thing is financially such a big hurdle. You have to go from you know, $10,000 to maybe 100000 if you want to like, get the DP on and you want to get the right casting attached. Now, Mark does address this. You're going to be writing a script that can be made for less than $1,000 based upon what I call the Available Materials School of Filmmaking. And we reverse engineered a movie that we knew we wouldn't have to wait to make it. We knew we could make this movie at a cheap price. Go make this movie on your own. The cavalry is not coming. That said, if your only options are wait around until someone comes along to make your film or do it all on your own for a really low budget, that's not a great option. Like not, that, that can be really difficult and overwhelming for a filmmaker and people are doing it, but it just feels like there should be something else. When we started out with Studio Fest, it was this idea of can we be another option? There didn't feel like there was a pipeline from doing festivals to getting into the professional world and making features. And so I think what Studio Fest is trying to do is help that along. So we're looking for people right at the point of done the short film thing, they've gotten really good at it, and they've made those connections, and they're working on getting their first feature made, and we're here to put the community and the resources and the mentorship and the producing behind a low-budget feature. But, that's a cat throwing up. No. Look, we understand we don't fit in the existing system and it hasn't worked for other people. So we're going to build something that is outside of that, that gets people exactly what they need. Doesn't do the BS song and dance of going to festivals, getting all of those laurels only to not get your movies made. So we said, let's cut out the fat we're going to pick up filmmakers and writers that we think have merit, and we're going to make something with them. It's just straight pipeline. This episode of Demystified is brought to you by Marmoset. Marmoset is not a stock music site. It's a curated collection of real music by real musicians, bands, and record labels, often with entire albums available from a single musician or band. They have an award-winning music production team who collaborates with artists and bands to record original music, sound design, and custom scores. I used Marmoset while editing souvenirs, and one of the coolest features I found is the ability to sort tracks by their arc, a visual representation of the progression of the music. It's extremely useful and saves you a ton of time. Visit marmosetmusic.com to browse music now. Marmoset. Together sounds better. Waiting. You can hear me? Yeah, how are you? Good, how are you guys? Good, good to see you. Justin Charles got a chance to catch up with Joe Balanchio, director of programming at DC Shorts, the East Coast's biggest short film festival. um, You know, give us the the elevator pitch on DC Shorts. Yeah, DC Shorts, actually it's founding and, and to this day... We really do sort of emphasize and we say we champion short filmmakers and the short films that they make. Um, 
because so often there's an, an afterthought and especially in I found in the states they really were never given their due and sort of we decided to do a film a film festival that was only short films and therefore we celebrate those short films and the filmmakers so one of the steps Duplass talks about in his speech is not just submitting to festivals but actually attending them to meet and interact with other filmmakers and you should be saving a little bit of money because now you're going to have to travel to film festivals, okay? You're going to submit this to every film festival you can and you're going to go and you're going to start meeting other filmmakers that you like and other actors that you like and you're going to start building your community and the programmers there are going to like you and they're going to wonder, ooh, I want to I program a feature from this kid. That would be great. So how can you tell if a festival fosters that kind of community building? What does that look like? You know, when we started putting together what we were doing, we immediately thought of DC Shorts because DC Shorts was one of the best festivals we had been to as filmmakers. We went to many festivals, you know, with our short films, and it felt like the experience that you wanted to have as somebody with the film, we actually had at DC Shorts. I, you know, even the short film that I had there, I connected with somebody that ended up getting it onto PBS, and so it felt like Beyond just um, having that great experience, there was also the kind of connections you hope to forge and then a distribution partner afterwards, which is like the best case scenario for any filmmaker. And she's worked a couple times with PBS now because of that. Have you um, had any filmmakers collaborate out of your festival that you know of? Like where people actually connect, like the writer and the filmmaker and then do stuff All together? All the time. And sometimes you realize it, like, you know, they're talking about it and they're like, oh, we're going to collaborate. And it's like, yeah, right. You know, I, I hope you do. But then they send you emails and yeah, you know, thank you again for putting it together. We, we made our film and, you know, they submit it. That's that's great. And others, you're literally like watching credits because I watch credits. Who, who watches credits? I watch credits and it's like, oh my, I didn't realize those two. You know, I wonder if they met here. And then I'll follow up and they're like, yeah, we did. Our, our opening night um, event is usually an art gallery and, and we have people start up these conversations over art and then it turns into what do you do? And, you know, those are the kind of things I think that we present the opportunity for you as filmmakers and other people to sort of meet and, and connect. Sure, we have the things like the, you know, cinematography sessions and those kind of things. But I think a lot of people do that. I think our goal is again to put you together in the most natural circumstances that you can sort of find out if it's somebody you can work with and it almost starts as sort of a, a relationship that then evolves into into a personal to professional relationship and right. you know again we try and, and try and foster that and uh, dc shorts is all online this year and runs from september 10th through the 23rd and all of our programs are available online the whole time we're trying to do similar things online that we would do in person with our um, awards banquet on the last night. Um, we're trying to have some filmmaker soirees where you know you can be in Michigan or Ohio or Indiana or California and get your drink and sort of talk to other filmmakers, bring them the opportunity to meet each other. Yeah, well, thanks for making time to get on with us and do this. Yeah. Happy to look forward to our relationship and seeing you guys and, and congratulations on what you do and, and uh, we'll be in touch. Certainly. So Thank much. you. Congrats yes. as well. And look we'll, forward uh, to DC. We're the Calvary. This is the way. I'm just saying that 
we are one of a few that are out there asking the question, is there another way of doing this? Is there something else that we can do to support each other that's more of a model, more of an ecosystem maybe, more of a collective, and we're not the only ones that are trying. All across the country, filmmakers are forming collectives or creating systems to make their films happen on their own terms because they've come to the realization that the cavalry isn't coming. We're Corridor Digital. We're gonna talk to producers, we're gonna make it happen. Let's show Hollywood that we have what it takes to make a movie. Boy, how naive we were. Because of Sundance Spirit Awards, theatrical release, critical acclaim, for sure, my movie would get funded. I've not stopped trying, we've not stopped shooting things, but I've yet to have a project funded. Writing a script and hoping that somebody's gonna take it seriously is a daydream. That world is dead. You just, you, you're gonna have to do it. You don't get a movie funded. We're either just gonna make it or we're done. The economics of this don't really add up anymore. The other path is create a system to be able to do this ourselves. There's an open sore in the market where you can make something for a small budget. If you set up the expectations to make those kinds of movies, you'll never be unhappy. We'll take a closer look at these and other filmmakers and collectives in part two. After the break, a big announcement about souvenirs. Thanks to our sponsor, Marmoset. Marmoset is a full-service music agency representing a highly curated roster of diverse and rare artists, bands, record labels, and vintage recordings for music licensing. Visit marmosetmusic.com to browse music now. Marmoset, together sounds better. Demystified is a production of Studio Fest. If you're ready to make your debut feature, submit your short film or feature-length screenplay now at filmfreeway.com/studiofest. The first Studio Fest film, Souvenirs, written by Matt Servillo and directed by Anna Mikami, will have its U.S. premiere at the 23rd annual Dances with Films LA on Friday, September 4th at 7 p.m., and a second screening on Saturday, September 5th at 5.30 p.m. The event is all online, and there will be Q&A sessions with Matt and Anna following each of the screenings. Festival passes and tickets for individual screenings are available at dwfla.com. Demystified is a Studio Fest production presented by Movie Maker. This episode was narrated and edited by me, Jake Bowen. It was conceived and recorded by Jess Jacklin, Charles Beale, and Jake Bowen. The theme song was composed by Patrick Patrikios. Additional tracks and music supervision were provided by Marmoset. You can find links in the show notes to some of the tracks used in this episode. To hear future episodes of Demystified, go to moviemaker.com or visit studiofest.com, where you can also learn more about Studio Fest and subscribe to the show.